0: Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I'm Anuja Kumar with the Midday News. The Headlines Karnataka Assembly Session begins to consider confidence motion moved by Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy. Fifteen Congress JDS rebel MLAs abstain, defying their party whips. India calls upon Pakistan to release and repatriate Kulbhushan Jadav following the judgment of International Court of Justice. Supreme Court allows the time for mediation process in Ayodhya case till 31st July, fixes 2nd August to decide future course of action. ISRO reschedules the launch of India's moon mission Chandrayaan-2 to 22nd of July. And in Indonesia Open Badminton Tournament, ace Indian shuttler P.V. Sindhu to take on Mia Bilchfeld today. Karnataka Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy today moved the one-line confidence motion in the State Assembly. As soon as the motion was moved, BJP leader and leader of opposition B.S. Yedurappa stood up and said the trust vote process should be completed in a single day. Mr. Kumaraswamy insisted that doubts have been created about the Congress-JDS coalition and it had to be brought before the country. More from a correspondent. During the confidence motion, Congress legislature Party leader Siddaramaiah Maya raised a point of order on the absence of legislature and the anti-defection law. Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar intervened in the discussion and said that point of order is the most powerful weapon in the parliamentary democracy. Earlier speaking to media, Karnataka BJP President B S Europa said that there is no doubt that their motion will be defeated. Bengaluru. The JDS Congress coalition government has been reduced to minority after 16 rebel MLAs of the coalition submitted their resignation to the Speaker. The trial of strength is taking place a day after the Supreme Court ruled that the 15 rebel Congress JDS MLAs ought not to be compelled to participate in the proceedings of the ongoing session of the State Assembly. India has called upon Pakistan to release and repatriate its national Kulbhushan Jadav following International Court of Justice's judgment. Making a statement in the Rajya Sabha today, External Affairs Minister Dr. S.J. Shankar said, The ICJ's judgment is not only a vindication for India and Jadav, but for all those who believe in the rule of law and the sanctity of international treaties. He asserted that Jadav is innocent of the charges made against him and his forced confession without legal representation and due process will not change this reality. The minister said the ICJ pronounced that Pakistan had breached relevant obligations under the Vienna Convention on Consular Relations. He said the court also declared that Pakistan is under an obligation to inform Jadav without further delay of his rights and to provide India consular access to him. We once again call upon Pakistan to release and repatriate him. I can assure that the government will vigorously continue its efforts to ensure Sri Jadav's safety and well-being as well as his early return to India. External Affairs Minister Dr. S. J. Shankar's statement pertaining to Kulbhushan and Jadav's illegal confinement in Pakistan was also made in Lok Sabha. The External Affairs Minister read out his written reply in both the houses today. The first meeting of High Powered Committee of Chief Ministers for Transformation of Indian Agriculture has begun in New Delhi. Maharashtra Chief Minister Devendra Farnavish is the convener of the committee. Apart from him, Chief Ministers of Haryana, Arunachal Pradesh, Gujarat and Union Agriculture Rural Development and Panchayat Raj Minister Narendra Singh Tomar are attending the meeting. The committee is discussing measures for transformation of agriculture and raising farmers' income, modalities for adoption and time-bound implementation of agriculture sector reforms. The committee will submit its report in two months. In keeping with his promises and following the deliberations of Governing Council meeting of Niti Ayog, the Prime Minister recently set up the High-Powered Committee of Chief Ministers for Transformation of Indian Agriculture. The Supreme Court has today allowed mediation process in Ayodhya land dispute case to continue and sought a report from the mediation committee on its outcome on 31st of July. A five-judge constitution bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Kogoi said that after perusing the report filed by the mediation panel, it will take a call on 2nd of August on whether hearing is required in the case. Justice Khalifullah, Chairman of Mediation Committee, submitted the interim report in the Supreme Court today. The bench, which perused the interim report about the progress of mediation process till today, said its contents will remain confidential as per its earlier order. The Delhi High Court today sought response of Sushain Mohan Gupta, an alleged defense agent arrested in a money laundering case related to Augusta Westland VVIP chopper scam on ED's plea challenging his bail. Justice Sunil Gaur issued notice to Gupta and listed the matter for further hearing on 12th of September. The ED has challenged the order of a trial court issued on 1st of June which granted bail to Gupta arrested by the agency on 26th March under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. The trial court had granted him relief on a personal bond of 5 lakh rupees and two sureties of the like amount. According to the ED, Gupta's role in the case came to light on the basis of disclosures made by Rajiv Saxena, who turned an approver after he was deported from the UAE and arrested by the agency. The Supreme Court today agreed to reconstitute a bench for hearing cases on alleged Manipur extrajudicial killings by the Army, the Assam Rifles and the Manipur Police in the insurgency-hit state. A bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi said, It will try to reconstitute the bench as Justice M.B. Lokur, who was hearing the matter, has retired in December last year. The Apex Court had in 2017 ordered a CBI probe into the alleged 1,528 extrajudicial killings in Manipur from 2000 to 2012 by security forces and police. The bench had also pulled up the Manipur government for not taking action on such alleged fake encounters by armed forces. The Supreme Court today declined urgent hearing on a plea seeking initiation of contempt proceedings against some states for their alleged failure in curbing lynching incidents. A bench comprising Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi and Justices Deepak Gupta and Aniruddha Bose said there was no urgency to hear the contempt plea. The bench did not allow the submission of a lawyer that the apex court judgments laying down guidelines to deal with lynching and cow vigilantism incidents in the country have not been followed by various state governments and such incidents are rising. On 17th July last year, a bench headed by the then Chief Justice Deepak Mishra had said that horrendous acts of mobocracy cannot be allowed to overrun the law of the land and issued a slew of guidelines to deal with lynching and cow vigilantism. Telangana Legislative Assembly today passed three bills replacing ordinances relating to municipal laws, regulation of age of superannuation and State Commission for Debt Relief during its special session. The bills are meant for facilitating more divisions in municipalities, increasing the retirement age of professors in medical colleges to 65 years, and facilitating an agriculture expert in place of the retired High Court Judge in the State Commission for debt relief relating to small farmers and rural artisans. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, has announced that the launch of India's second mission to moon, Chandrayaan-2, has now been rescheduled at 2.43 p.m. IST on Monday, 22nd of July, 2019. The announcement in this regard was made through a tweet today. More from our correspondent. Originally, Chandrayaan-2 was scheduled to be launched at 2.51 am on July 15th. However, less than an hour before the launch, a leakage of liquid fuel in the crucial cryogenic upper stage of the rocket GSLV Mark been detected, leading to aborting the mission temporarily. The cause of the leakage is said to have been identified so that it could be plugged. The current launch window is said to be available only till the 22nd of this month. As the next launch window would fall only in September, the ISRO has decided to utilize the current launch window itself. After bouncing back from the temporary setback, Chandrayaan-2 is said to take a billion dreams to the yet uncharted south pole of the moon. Jay Singh, AER News, Chennai. In Goa, under Pradhan Mantri Koshal Vikas Yojana, skills certificate courses are offered in industrial training institutes located in various talukas of the state. Being job-oriented, training for four courses in housekeeping, craft bakery, plumber and electrician is given in these institutes. A report from a correspondent. ITI Center at Farmagudi in Ponda Taluka offers courses for plumbers and students successfully completing these courses get recruitment placements through the campus interview held at the center. the Koshta studying assistant electrician course at ITI Punji, expressed his gratitude for the course being completely free. Faculty here at uh, ITI are very helpful. They have uh, taught us a lot of uh, electrical related uh, wiring, problem solving. This course is completely free. Under the government, so coming here is uh, quite fun. Also, the faculty and the staff here have a lot of uh, industrial context tie-ups. Mukesh Thali for AIR News from Purnaji. The Asian Development Bank today lowered India's GDP growth forecast to 7% for the current year on the back of fiscal shortfall concerns. India is expected to grow by 7% in 2019 and 7.2% in 2020, slightly slower than projected in April, the ADB said in its supplement to the Asian Development Outlook 2019. In Bihar, flood situation has started improving in most of the affected areas due to fall of water level in all major rivers of the state. Heavy rainfall has also stopped in catchment areas of swelling rivers in Nepal and Bihar for past three days. Except Buri Gandak and Gandak rivers, all are either showing falling trend or in static condition in their water level. More from our correspondent with recent inundation of new areas due to flood around 47 lakh people have been affected in 12 districts 70 people lost their life in flood in 92 blocks most of the casualties have been reported from sitamari East champaran madhubani and araria district flood water has started receding in most affected sitamari and seward district relief works are underway in full swing more than 1100 community kitchens have been opened for providing cooked food and water dharmendra Kumar yeah, yeah, news, the Income Tax Department has attached a benami plot worth 400 crore rupees in Noida belonging to BSP supremo Mayawati's brother and his wife. An official provisional order for the attachment of the 7-acre plot beneficially owned by Anand Kumar and his wife Vichitralata was issued by the Delhi-based Benami Prohibition Unit of the department. Mayawati had recently appointed Kumar as the National Vice President of the Bahujan Samaj Party. In different areas, different kinds of rainwater harvesting systems are used depending on the terrain. The ultimate motive is to conserve maximum water. In the series of the ongoing efforts in the country for water conservation, we are presenting the traditional part scheme of irrigation in the tribal areas of Madhya Pradesh today. Tribals of Jabua district in Madhya Pradesh developed the unique part system. This system was devised according to the peculiarities of the terrain to divert water from swift-flowing hill streams into irrigation channels, called parts. Jabua collector Praval Sepaha told AIR. जल संरक्षण मृदा संरक्षण और वृक्षों के संरक्षण इन तीनों कार्यों के लिए यहां का जो आदिवासी समाज है उसने अपने पारंपरिक जो हलमा पद्धति है जिसमें सामूहिक श्रमदान करके समूह के जो काम होते हैं और साथ में व्यक्तिगत खेत से भी जो काम होते हैं उनको करने का बीड़ा उठाया है the villagers irrigate their fields through this scheme turn by turn, and it is the duty of the family irrigating the fields to take care of the part on that day. Sanjeev Sharma, Akashwani Samachar, Bhopal. In Indonesia Open Badminton Tournament in Jakarta, a Indian shuttler PV Sindhu will take on the Danish Mia Blitzfeld in the pre quarter final today, while Srikant will take on Agnes Singh from Hong Kong. In doubles, Satvik Sairaj Ranki Reddy and Chirag Shetty of India will fight Marcus Fernaldi Gideon and Kevin Sukamuljo of Indonesia. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. The debate on confidence motion moved by Chief Minister H.T. Kumaraswamy is underway in Karnataka Assembly Session. India calls upon Pakistan to release and repatriate Kulbhushan Chadav following the judgment of International Court of Justice. Supreme Court allows the time for mediation process in Ayodhya case till 31st July fixes 2nd August to decide future course of action ISRO reschedules the launch of India's moon mission Chandrayaan 2 to 22nd of July and in Indonesia open badminton tournament ace Indian shuttler PV Sindhu to take on Mia Blechfeld today and with that we end the midday news